Hola! Welcome to Woodpiece Radio, episode number 28. Yeah. This is the uh, the tooth episode that we recorded uh, with Damien Ferland, who is a local filmmaker and music video director. And uh, it actually would have been nice if Rob was here to record the intro with us, because I think he's the one... Or do you know him? No, I, but I totally uh, forgot which Damien it was. Because <laughs> we've had two Damien. We've had two Damien's, we've had, we've had two Allens, we've had two... Girths. Greggs. Greggs. And we've had two Johns. And you. And you're on it a lot. <laughs> But anyway, this is one of the two Damians, and uh, he spells it the Omen Way, mm-hmm. which is the name of the episode. The Omen Way. The Omen Way. So this is uh, one of those ones where we have, um, where there's three of us, there's uh, the, the three hosts, and then Plus a guest. One. So it's, it's a four-person, and I really like those because I find they have uh, a lot of, like, kind of high-energy... Uh, Damien has a lot of high and energy. Damien had a lot of high energy. Anyway, yeah, he uh, we discovered. Uh, I mean, I, I honestly, I, I met him for the first time when we were yeah, the show. So, but uh, it, it was revealed that he is a massive Bjork fan, like out of control, massive Bjork fan. So um, <laughs> he tried to, to buy one of Sam's tapes. He tried to buy a tape off me. Yeah, which, which we talk about uh, at length. And actually, that um, what I've been doing in a lot of these intros has been uh, throwing a little sound clip that relates to the episode on there somewhere. Often it's uh, a song by one of the artists that we're recording. Or it's uh, something related to what we're talking about. So this Bjork tape um, that he kept talking about, I'm, I'm going to play a clip from it. It's called Glinglo. It's uh, this Icelandic group that Bjork was in before she was... Bjork. Bjork, really. I mean, she was, those are real names, so she was actually still Bjork. But it was, uh, yeah, before she was the Bjork, I guess. So I'll play a little clip of that. That's the one that this Italian guy keeps trying to buy from me, and like he gets mad at me on the internet about and then Damien tried to buy it as well, so... Uh, you'll hear it, um, but if you want to hear more of the show, you go to www.witchpolice.com to download more episodes. You can find us on Twitter at witchpolice at at witchpolicefm. You can find Rob at Rob Crooks. You can find him at robcrooks.com. And what else? Oh, I don't know. Tell some friends about it, I guess. Radio show on the actual radio. The actual radio is on UMFM one one point five on Monday nights at eleven, 11 Central Standard Time. Yeah, I guess that's important, right? Is it important to say the time zone? People know we're doing this from Winnipeg. Yeah, well, no, everywhere's the time zone. Yeah, and uh, yeah, so um, you should check that out. You should check out Damien's stuff. Uh, just, just he said, just search for him on uh, Vimeo, mm-hmm. and that's where you can find his. Uh, so it's uh, Damien with an E, the Omen Way, and uh, I would F U R L A N F E R. Stop talking. Yeah, John's gonna spell the name wrong. So yeah, F E R L A N D, and yeah, check out the episode. We talk about Bjork a lot. We talk about Statistics Canada talk about the folk festival <laughs> and damien basically shits on a bunch of people <laughs> yeah there's lots of shots fired on this episode yeah, yeah. i'm sure he's dumping on people so uh it's a good it really sets a good precedent so if anyone wants to talk smack on our show we have this... he wasn't the first al was the first johnny was the first yeah yeah that was the first inter-host uh smack talk but damien kind of talks about everybody and yeah it's pretty good very amusing good so yeah check it out <laughs>
two people, like one person and the guests who know each other, and then they have their inside jokes too that everyone else doesn't get as well. Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. just like we'll that. make plenty of statistics Canada jokes. <laughs> there we go, right? I'm gonna zoom. Yeah. I see you're trying to get rid of your LFS shifts. Yeah, I might have to quit. That's good. Because uh-huh. I was on bound to quit. I was almost like on the verge of Be- quitting today. Because it's true. Oh, well, I thought you were joking about just talking about stats. No, it's good. There's some funny stuff that happens at Stats Canada. Trevor Smith wants to create a sitcom about it, and I was like, I'm way ahead of you. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many weirdos there, and he's one of them actually. Yeah, he is a weird guy. But he's a really. I, I like him though. Mm-hmm. He's like a big weirdo. Definitely. He, uh. All right, well, let's just go. This is an interesting intro. Um, this oh, is, are we recording yeah, this? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, okay, so then you probably want to, like, blank out Trevor's No, we don't, we don't edit anything. Oh, that's good. He might be kind of flattered. In yeah. <laughs> just, I have yeah. a weirdo. Thanks. I got to mention on the radio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. yeah. Well, hopefully he's not listening to UMFM at 10 o'clock at night on a Monday. 11 o'clock at night. 11 o'clock yeah. at night. <laughs> well, <laughs> so, no, no, I'm not laughing at that. But, sorry, anyway. All right, okay, I'm anyway, this grateful. is, uh, what, episode 28? Episode number 28. Is it? Or 27? Yeah, the 27 was uh, Great Girl last week. Okay. Last week was 27. There it is. This is 28. And uh, the theme this week is Tooth. Again, created by our uh, random word generator. Ever reliable. And this is random another four-person episode, which uh, I think those are always the best ones when we have three hosts and a guest. And uh, do you want to introduce our guest? Because I, 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 just, I just met you two minutes ago. So Yeah. yeah. Rob, do you want to? Yes, our guest today is Damien Furland. <laughs> <laughs> Film maker, <laughs> film artist. Wow, Classic. you said that with such confidence. Yes. Thank you. And, D- <laughs> and DJ. Yeah. Well, I'm DJing your show. Well, yeah. I don't know if this this episode's gonna be playing after you. This will be like a while. Yeah. yeah. So, so we wow. play, we played a show together on May 30. Time is fluid. Yes. That was that? a great time. Time is fluid. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Remember how good DJ Bikini and Ghost Twin were as well? Yeah. They were so good. And remember how we had no problems with the owners of the Albert? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What happens if, like, one well, of them doesn't show up? They're off Facebook, so that's okay. Who is? Sorry. <laughs> the owners of the Albert are off Facebook, so that's okay. Well, they blo- they, they closed their group, eh? Did yeah. they close the group now? I was already in it, so I'm still in it. Right, I'm in it too, yeah. Which is weird. Also, it still exists. You it still exists. Join. It's just you can't join because I guess you know they have their little problems there with uh, this weird. Yeah, they should have just never brought it to Facebook. I I think they should have just never brought it back. I mean, I haven't been back since it's been reopened, but I almost feel like seeing all this drama means it would have been better if it had just kind of gone out the way it did, and then it's like remembered in a good way. Yeah. As opposed to like everyone's pissed off at it now, and everyone has these like negative, you know. That's, that's a little bump in the road. It's alright. I think. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, whatever. Well. Well, it's supposed to be like this punk bar slash country western bar slash S and M boutique hotel. Right? Yeah, that's yeah. It makes no sense. <laughs> yeah, it's like, and then they're doing like after party for like Motley Crue and, and shit there, and uh, weird. Yeah, yeah, and then charging twenty five dollars for VIP yeah. tickets, but then also letting people in at the door for $5. five bucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And apparently VIP <laughs> thing didn't even happen. Is what I read on um, people complaining on Facebook. We paid twenty five bucks and we didn't get to meet the guy. Yeah. <laughs> and then these guys who paid five bucks got to meet him. Like, <laughs> no. There should be a sitcom about this guy who's like, oh, yeah, it's, it's kind of a Portlandia sketch already. The Albert, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it is a Portlandia sketch. It's a pretty good show. I, I haven't been able to get into that show. Really? Yeah. Why? I watched like, I like a couple it. episodes and I was like, eh, man. I have some little Fred Armisen. He's so like, he's so smug. That made me like Fred Armisen more, that show, actually. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. 
You know, they, they, I thought it was funny, and then they did the Battlestar Galactica episode, mm. and that just made it good for me. Oh, that was like so perfect, so <laughs> well done. Yeah, it sold, it sold me on it for sure. Yeah. For yeah. me, it was Brunch Village because yeah, yeah. the lineups to get into brunch anywhere is just ridiculous, <laughs> and it's like they make this huge episode-long sketch about how this couple. Yeah. Uh, I think it's Nance and Jeff or whatever. I can't remember. Or Peter and Nance. I can't Nance remember. is definitely the girl. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Nance is the girl. And how they just, like, have to go across Portland to end up at brunch. It's yeah. pretty good. It's a good, it's a good show. <laughs> like, Maybe I'll give it a second chance. You should do it. Should. Brunch yeah. Village. And even has a really good guest performance by Tim Robbins. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tim well, Robbins Ky- is a weirdo. Kyle McLaughlin is so good as the mayor. He's, like... He Who's just, the mayor? Kyle McLaughlin. Oh, in yeah. the third season, Roseanne Barr. I haven't seen the, the third season yet. She's the, the replacement two. mayor. Oh, wow. Sorry, I don't want to ruin it for you. But no, it's cool. It's, it's cool. good, because, like, Roseanne's in it for an episode. Awesome. awesome. See, aren't you sold? Yeah. I'll give it a second chance. Sorry, but stop talking. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, yeah, Portlandia. Uh, Witch Blues Radio. Right. No connection. <laughs> Royal Albert Tooth. Go. You We're talk. <laughs> Someone else talk. I don't know what I'm saying. Um, I thought we'd, I'd have a lot more song ideas for this one. I have like 20, but I'm the, only playing one. It's easy to like, I think like, take it a little too far and do something mouth related. There's a lot of mouth songs. Yeah, there are. Lip there are. songs yeah. or... Yeah. I just tooth specific. The first two songs I came up with, I was satisfied with, so I just didn't. I stopped thinking about it. Mm -hmm. I came up with one, and then I came up with another one, and then I just kept thinking of more and more and more. And then to the point where it's like I don't even know what I'm gonna play. I mean, I have a pretty good idea, but I have lots of good good options. I think. I was on my iPhone at Statistics Canada when he messaged me, and I'm not supposed to have my use my phone, but I had underneath my code. It's on. Yeah, it's just been documented. Whatever. They busted me so many times. Okay, so then usually for me it's like Bjork is my go-to. So Mouth's Cradle was it, and she sings about this like her her boyfriend. It's probably Matthew Barney that she's singing about about how his teeth are up to or ladder up to his mouth's cradle, and how she likes being in his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe uh, we should play this one first. Yeah, I know it's an awesome song, and in fact, yeah, it has a really weird time signature, so it's like it'll, it'll hurt your head. Then I thought of Faust Gemello Dun. It's like Seems my like teeth hurt. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Works perfectly. That's a wicked song. I was listening. Yeah, to that. I've never heard it before. I like it. it yeah. And I also t- took Emperor Machine, Monkey Overbite. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Oh, I'm kind of like my. No, that's fine. Whatever. Yeah, and Emperor Machine is, is this going. guy, <laughs> and it's just like he has all these incredible synths, and he just takes like these classic like '70s and '60s synths and makes house music with it. I know it sounds really kind of scary at first, but like okay, so you, know, it's good. why don't you play a song first? Yeah, then? yeah. To start, I mean, you've just kind of given us a rundown. So. Uh, yeah, let's start it, with the let's start with the Emperor Machine, kay. Monkey Overbite, Monkey Overbite, Emperor Machine. Where are these guys from? Or is it one guy? Or he is, is from well, it's three guys live, but it's one guy. He is from he's from England for sure, but I don't know which city. His name is Andrew Meacham. He was in Chicken Lips. And what and what like year is this around? 2006. Yeah, I have no okay. frame of reference for any of this stuff. Yeah, this record came out in 2006, and this is like the second album by Emperor Machine. I highly recommend anything this guy does. Cool. cool. Yeah. Okay, let's check it out. Monkey okay. Overbite? Yeah. All right.
Yes, that was Emperor Machine, Monkey Overbite from the album Vertical Tones and Horizontal Noise. Yeah, so it's weird. It has like this BBC Radiophonic Workshop, Italian giallo soundtrack, like Goblin, and it's dance music as well. It's really weird. I, I that's why I'm so drawn to this stuff, to this, to this guy's stuff. Yeah, it was an unexpected ending. Yeah, I, like, <laughs> I actually like the ending a lot. It was, yeah, sorry. Right. It was really cool. It would be weird if it tried to go back into the dancing part after that, maybe. Oh, it'd still work. The 12 inch version might. Probably would. Yeah, yeah, because there's like, it was a six 12 inches, and then he put out an album on CD to like make it a bit of a more cohesive record. Cool. So, yeah. Yeah, like yeah it was neat. It was, it was, I'd never heard, like, never heard of this guy before. I would start with his other record, Aime Tolula is Hypnotized. <laughs> Never gonna remember that. <laughs> well, I mean, you can discogs it. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's all just, just discogs. Actually, it. no, I wanted to say something about discogs uh, because you were talking about Bjork earlier. Um, I have a discogs account, right? And mm -hmm. I mainly used it just because I have a lot of records and tapes and CDs and stuff, and I wanted to kind of keep track of what, what's in my collection. I don't. We, this has been well established on the show that I don't buy things over the internet. I have like weird issues with that, so uh, I don't use it to buy or sell anything. But I have, uh, I put all my tapes in there, most of them. And I have this tape of um, this band called Glinglow that Bjork was in. Yeah, yeah, It's like yeah. this Icelandic jazz thing before Bjork was known as Bjork, like her solo stuff. And so I put it on there. I got it from Value Village years ago, and I was like, oh, this looks cool. And it is pretty cool. And this guy, like this Italian guy messaged me, and he's like, in broken English, like, I want buy tape. How much? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I basically said, like, I know I'm not selling it like you know i don't even know what it would be worth and he just kept messaging me messaging did me did you ask him how much he'd pay for yeah it? and he's like throwing these numbers at me i'm like honestly i don't know like how much does it cost to ship i have no idea i don't know any of this stuff like i'm not really planning on selling it if i do i'll let you know or whatever and he started getting mad <laughs> like sending me even more broken english stuff and then it was nothing for like six months and then yesterday i got another message from him oh, wow. and it's like uh you want to sell tape but at least answer me <laughs> it's just like Whoa. I never use this. Like I'm not familiar with this. Like, do you go in there to sell stuff or just people to can go in there sell, sell stuff? Buy. It's good to look up info too of different. I mean, it kind of has the problem that I have with a lot of record collectors is where there's like it makes such a big deal about the different pressings and different editions and stuff. And it was annoying when I was inputting a lot of my records because I have to figure out what it did. I don't care, you know. I wanted to just list what I had so I know what I have. And it's like, what well, was it? This fourth edition American version, Canadian version, blah, blah, you know. You so be careful you put. You might get weird messages. From right, right. Like, so I, I got frustrated. I got frustrated with it. But it's just funny that if all of a sudden this thing pops up in my email notifications, like the Thunderbolt 65 or whatever messaged you on Discogs, so and I click on it, and he's all mad still. Like, I didn't sell him his tape. That I honestly haven't listened to in about and seven he's years. Yeah, it's in Italy, yeah. I you don't know. want to make any stereotypes, but you should be careful. Boy, he's going to come after the Bjork tape? <laughs> he's going to break his legs for the Bjork he's tape. Gonna, yeah. You're going to find a dead horse head in your bed. Yeah. You know, Maybe. as a Bjork collector, I've never heard of that being on cassette before. Yeah, I haven't. Is it on Bad Taste? No, it's on some Icelandic label. Yeah, Smackalesa or something like that. I, I can dig it up when we're listening yeah, to Yeah, that's songs. Bad Taste in Icelandic. Oh, is it really? Yeah. So he's like, because Bjork... I don't know much about Bjork, but Bjork was in like a punk band before cubes. she was the Sugar Cubes. Okay, and then she was in a few before that. This is this this is like a like a, a like traditional crass. jazz like swing kind of thing. Oh weird! It's and interesting. She was a singer? Yeah, and all the liner notes are in Icelandic. Oh. And I just found it because I was like looking through Valley Village. This is like ten years ago maybe, and I'm looking through the, I'm like, what the hell is Glinglo? So I look it up all in Icelandic. See her name there. It's like oh, it's a buck, you know. Yeah. And it's okay. I mean, it's not. You know, it's like a swing album. Well, not swing, more but that kind of style. Straight you know? ahead, like three piece jazz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a jazz combo, and she's singing, and it's it's okay. But it's like a, it's a cool thing to have, I guess. So I kept it, 
and now this Italian guy is coming after me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I've, I mean, I'm sure it came out on cassette. The record came out in, like, 1990. Yeah, so totally, it's yeah, like, yeah. of course it came out on cassette. Yeah. But yeah, I've never come across that tape before. So maybe it's in demand, I'm not sure. Maybe I have something that people actually want. Well, people, well, tapes are back, you know? Yeah, tapes like, are, yeah, Tapes yeah. are in demand, like, I yeah. mean... I've to a been, certain, like, group. To certain people, yeah. Yeah, yeah to yeah. certain people. I mean, there's a cassette-only re- release by Roger Tellier Craig as Le Revelateur. It's, like, really nice New Age stuff that he's been doing. He was in, like, Godspeed to Black Emperor. Okay. And Fly Pan Am, and, and um, I, I paid $35 for the cassette because it was out of print. There's only 100 copies. And wow. I'm like, what am I doing for tape? <laughs> but it, it was I good. don't think I could do that. I don't think I could pay that much for tape. The hiss know. works. The hiss works beautifully. I love tapes, but I don't know. I don't know. Sometimes, <laughs> yeah, like, sometimes when I feel like I pay too much for a record, it's like, it just hurts for a week does, or two. Yeah. But then, but then the pain goes away. Yeah. And then, <laughs> And then you have the then you have the record of the tape. Yeah. Well, I figured the way to do it is just to yell at people over the internet until they give it to you. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> apparently, that, that's that guy's. Tactic. Well, you know what? I act, and I have been work though. But I, uh, Doug has a new tape out. Doug's band. Yeah. Corona Ferox. So I just started writing things in all caps about how he needs to mail me a fucking tape, <laughs> and then he says he's gonna mail me one. So <laughs> it worked. There you go. Yeah. Anyway, let's play another song though, because we're not really talking playing Bjork right now. So. Sure. Or Doug or. Who else, what so. should we play next then? John, you want to play something? Yeah, because you have a. I've got a thing from the UK. I'm going to play by Mikachu and the Shapes. Okay, who... this was the thing that I was making fun of. Uh, it... to... Yeah, I don't know if Go we on. even need to. Like we we kind of send each other and the guest songs, uh, song ideas before we do any, any of these shows. And usually there's some back and forth discussion. And I guess whatever mood I was in at the time I was reading this, I saw these bad names that John put, and I was just like, names. fuck, again. Like, <laughs> and I just assumed it was like some guys from, you know, Washington State with scarves and beards and stuff. And then it turned out, no, it's actually a bunch of English bands that, you know, but the names the names put me off right away. So I, I jumped to conclusions yeah. for sure. And I didn't... I've had this album for a, little, a couple of years, I guess. I think I got it from Mouthboat drummer Goldwyn, probably. Yeah, probably. Makes sense. And uh, I didn't really know much Sorry, about Goldwyn. Mikachu and the Shapes until moments ago. And but, I like, the name, right? It doesn't it sound like some kind Pokemon of a... shit? Like... Well, the person's name is, <laughs> is Micah or Mika. It definitely yeah. sounds like Which, Pokemon. If you yeah. didn't know that, then it sounds like something kind of, yeah. Yeah. So I was just like, like oh, cooler. oh. It's going to be some, like, white guy pretending to be Japanese, you know? So anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but it turns out some white girl with a fake Japanese name. Mikachu and the Shapes. I saw them play. They opened for Deer Hunter. That was... It's a good show. Yeah. Yeah. Is it Mikachu? Mikachu? I can't remember. Okay. Yeah. Also, another... I think that there's another Bjork connection to her, too, actually. I can't remember what, but... Yeah. Hmm. So, we're we're, we're definitely going to play the Bjork. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's only a matter of time. Yeah. Uh... Is this still on? Yeah, I just ran cool. upstairs. So are we still the show? You're not still supposed on? to. You're you're ruining the magic. You're breaking the floor. No, no, oh, come on. <laughs> oh, have I? Yeah, well, he just Sam just built it back up. It's okay. What did I do? Nothing. Uh, exactly. <laughs> hey, I am not a part of the show. I have no idea what's going okay, on. So, okay, so uh, so tell us about this band. Who are so this is a, this is a young woman. She's like you know mid twenties or something, and she was classically uh, classically miss? trained. Um, you know, <laughs> plays a bunch of stringed instruments and whatnot. Had a. Uh, <laughs> Interesting. Had, had a a composition commissioned by the London Philharmonic Orchestra, which is. Did you memorize what her Wikipedia page? Totally I read it right before you picked me up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and yeah, so this band is. Uh, they have this awesome. release, and I think they have another one. I haven't heard the other, the more recent one. And it's good. It was described as like experimental pop, which yeah. it's it's like I experimental, heard. but ex- uh, by Wikipedia, I'd say it's experimental pop. I agree. Yeah, by reviewers and by Wikipedia. people who read about music. <laughs> Wikipedia. 
but it's, it's experimental but accessible. You know what I'm going to do next time? Say. I'm going to, uh, when John tells us what songs he's going to play, I'm going to go into Wikipedia and like edit the post. <laughs> so it says all kinds of crazy stuff. And then just see if it gets... Uh, if it filters through. Yeah, yeah. Oh, by the way, speaking of Discogs and Wikipedia, never try to attempt editing anything on Discogs because there are people who are extremely, extremely serious yeah, about like, it. Yeah. Yeah. This guy named Jules Paris like ripped me apart for correcting something on Juan McLean, on the Juan McLean album. Sorry to interrupt, but like this guy is crazy. Watch so, out for Jules Paris. So is it? It's like Wikipedia where the the yeah, and okay, and yeah, just yeah. information about albums and stuff. Yeah. So how did he rip you apart? Like he did? Can he do it publicly? He sent messages. Okay. And you can put comments on the actual pages, yeah. Okay. I just thought I tip my 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 toe into like the pool of dorkiness that is Discogs editing, and I was like, oh, this Juan McLean album, the American version has a CD, and he's like, where's your sources? There's no source <laughs> for this. There's no truth behind this. And I'm like, the CD's in my hand, and then like I had no real proof to show it, and I just gave up. After this is a while. why I don't like record collectors, <laughs> like, right? Like I like collecting records, but I don't like the the obsessiveness about it. It, it bothers me. Like you know, like, who cares if there's a CD or not? Do you have the same music on some format? Is good, right? Yeah. It makes me know. think of the movie Vinyl, where people just collect records so they can have a control have a control over something. Yeah, that's why I do this radio show. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> right, let's play your song. All right, so this is uh, Mikachu and the Shapes with Curly Teeth. Like it even has, it has weird covers. Like, 
like oh mine papa yeah i know what's your strength <laughs> yeah. in icelandic nice maybe i should play something off that at some point in one of these shows yeah. You should. It's actually. Uh, I'll have to figure out a Google Translate or something. Well, maybe Icelandic will come up as a theme. That's 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 the dog Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, Luktark Vendor is like a wartime song. We're going. We're going. Oh, sorry. Oh. No, keep talking. It's fine. Whatever. Oh, we're still talking about the Bjork tape now. That's right? okay. Yeah, okay, dog up. Yeah, yeah. I usually hit. Well, honestly, we have like I kind of like it when we come back from songs. We're talking about something different. Usually I know I just broke the wall again right there by explaining. What it. Yeah, when I'm editing for the radio, those tend to sometimes they're just like. That's fine. Like. They're the ones that go though. Yeah, the people who listen to the real show, they get the real, the real content. Right real there. I think Linglo is about clocks. If you ever want. Yeah, to I think I looked clocks. up. I think I actually looked up the, what they meant at one point. Yeah. But I don't remember. And uh, but there are two really cool bonus tracks. There's I think there's a Cole Porter song called Ruby Baby that he does. Oh really? Or I can't help stop loving that man. The, the, the two English ones are really good, but they're not on the tape. But that's no. cool. I, I remember looking up when I got it, just because I was like, "What is this?" And yeah, I saw the CD was had been I guess maybe issued later or something. Nice. But yeah, as a guy yeah. who's bought it three times already. Oh really? Yeah, I bought CD? I bought the CD and then I got the vinyl and then one little Indian did these crazy like expensive like yeah that's what I about. Okay, beautiful yeah, yeah. reissues yeah. of all of her records and Rocket from the Crypt and all this stuff from their label. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna play a little clip from this at the beginning of the show after the intro. Sure, sure. So people listening to the show will hear it right before they hear the actual episode. So yeah, but let's talk about the song we just heard. <laughs> well, yeah. So I picked it for obvious reasons. It's called Curly Teeth. Okay. Uh, yeah, because like I said, there were other songs that came to mind that were like kind of mouth-related. Yeah. Uh, this is one that was teeth-specific. Yeah, uh, pretty straightforward. Yeah? Where did you where did you hear these guys? I think from Goldwyn. Oh, you told me that. Right, so and, uh, yeah, I like this album. It's pretty interesting. And uh, I've, I think I've heard from people who have seen them live, they weren't totally impressed, but I can't remember who even said that, so... It's alright. You have seen them live? I saw them live twice. Okay. I was just like I was at a festival and they opened for Deer Hunter another time. Oh right, yeah, yeah. It was it was good. It was good. It was packed though. Sorry, I, I could tell you. Really was it outside? Good. No, it was indoors for both. Okay. It's like when Butler's like walking around in Montreal, like, and he's like seeing them, and Cadence Weapons like, Ugh. and Cadence Weapons was rude to me in the bathroom at the Glass Candy concert, and then I don't know. And sorry. <laughs> oh wait, maybe I should be seeing. No, no, go I'm playing a show with him in a week. Well, seriously, <laughs> guy has some dude. Okay, really, like, I will let him know you yeah, said that. Well, you should because he should be nicer. I complimented his DJ on playing this one song for him to rap on top of. He's like, that wasn't him. I chose that song. And he walked out of the bathroom. And I was like, screw you. You know what? I kind of like how this show, like last week too, we had that shit talking about Snob Records. And in this show, we got this going on. I like it. I like what's happening here with this program. Was, 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 was Tim his DJ at the time? Or was it a different DJ? Uh, I can't remember. This is when he played the Albert a zillion years ago and he threw a beer glass onto the floor. Oh, okay. Ooh. You're probably... A, it all comes full circle to the Albert again. Yeah. Oh, shit. Well... <laughs> The Albert. Oh, all roads lead to the Albert. Yes. <laughs> it, yeah. Um. Oh, uh, sorry, I cut you off. <laughs> well, happens, I don't have too much more to say about Mikachu and the Shapes. I was curious about some like if you've seen them live. So. Well, I saw them live. It was Wikipedia good. ran out. Of and the then content. they and then Deer Hunter what? played the Wikipedia entry, which thing. was great. And then Spoon played. Are they described as experimental pop? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, guys. What do you say? Like, because like, there's a lot of noise stuff that'll cut in in the yeah. songs, and uh, some weird time signature stuff, a little bit, or like abrupt changes. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, honestly, listening to this, and I actually listened to it after I made fun of it. I, I looked it up, and uh, it definitely sounds like the kind of thing you'd be into for sure. Like, yeah, I know you have listened to other music that you played. That it mm-hmm. it's got like an interesting element. Yeah, I don't mean that in a bad way either. Like, it just seems like the type of thing. You I call like, it hipster music. I did because the name. <laughs> 
<laughs> because of the name, but was also, what else did I put on there? I put Fortet. Yeah, I'm like, what the like, hell? It's like electronic. <laughs> and that guy, if you looked at that guy... And I like, actually did listen to it, and it was kind of cool. But the name, I like... <laughs> What's, he's yeah, also a classically name? trained jazz musician. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. Cool. And he's like, and he looks nothing like, uh, like, a, like he wears like, like the big giant baggy hoodie. And he has big crazy frizzy hair, and he has giant bags beneath his eyes. So it's that like, like a hipster. No, it's no, like a drug addict. Yeah, yeah, but a brilliant <laughs> drug addict. He's put out like like so actors. many of them are. Yeah, <laughs> like William S. Burroughs, Aldous Huxley. Was Lewis Carroll a drug addict? Yeah, Probably. he was a huge drug addict. Okay, yeah, yeah. all right. He's also, um, Lewis Carroll is also one of the many people on the list of potential, I mean, it's, it's, it's been disproven, but he's one of the people who at one point was suspected for being Jack the Ripper. Oh, really? Yeah, he's on the list. Oh, I, I think f- I heard about that. I forget that. what the connection is now, but I, me- I remember, you know, at one point I was looking up the uh, list of suspects and way down at the bottom, Lewis Carroll, but it got, you know, there was like poo-pooed at some point. We have to watch that movie from hell with Johnny Depp to find out if he has something. Have you read the, have anyone, has anyone read the graphic novel of that though? No. That is amazing. Um, it, it's got like 20 to 30 pages of annotations explaining all the historical significance of all of the, the scenes that are happening. He talks about in great detail about like how he made the, the, where they are in London actually accurate to the way it was then, not just like current, like they did his like, like months and months of research. Right. Hmm. It's really cool. And it's, it's actually, it's one of the best graphic novels I've read in a long time, actually. Hmm. I read a lot of graphic novels. Hmm. So. Did you read the Louis Riello one? Yeah, I love it. Yeah, I gotta read that. Yeah. Me too. It's really good. I got it as a gift for my cousin and I still haven't read it's it. It's really good. I and as someone who's fourth cousins with him, gotta say. Fourth cousins, right? Apparently. <laughs> I guess a lot of people in Manitoba probably. You do, you do live on the right side of the bridge. It's true. <laughs> I live like a few blocks away from where his, from the, not from where he lived. He lives far away. He lives really far out. He lives in like where St. Vital is. They're now. closing that now. Are they? Yeah, yeah, they're like blowing it up or something. That's fine. <laughs> I don't think they're blowing it up. <laughs> <laughs> they implode like the arena. <laughs> you know what? There's this kid who I went to high school with who had this theory that because like Matt Groening's father grew up in Winnipeg, that Springfield is based off of Winnipeg, that Jebediah Springfield is actually the real. Yeah, yeah, with the mustache, right? Yeah, and the beard and like. I know it's this kid. It's said, he's one of those guys who would lie. And those friends you'd have in high school who would lie about everything. Like he said, that he right. hacked into the third layer of the Pentagon. Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's, yeah. And how he got like picked up in like a how his he was, <laughs> he was in a trailer. I hope he's not listening. But it's funny though. I mean, I'm sure you can laugh about it now. He got picked up in a trailer with in La Brokery because there was like a twister that happened. Picked up by the twister? Yeah, but that was a complete lie. He it happened. Okay. When he was like two. And he didn't. It was just a twister in the lumberyard across the street, according to his older sister. I remember. Uh, <laughs> I remember being in high school, and there was this kid in our high school. Well, I don't know if I'm gonna name him because, like, whatever. Um, he, he used to always claim just that name him. Scott Sparrow. He, that fucking asshole. He used to always. Uh, he used to always claim that he knew. Um, whenever we'd be talking about some band, he would be like, "Oh yeah, I totally have all their albums." Blah, blah, blah. So at one point, we're sitting in the library, and we've been talking about bands. And I wanted to test this theory, so I looked at this. Um, library book across the you know across my line of sight and it was like chronicle of humanity it was like this big reference book so we just were talking and i'm like oh man have you heard the new chronicle of humanity album it's amazing and he's like yeah yeah i totally saw the music video uh, so they did that jimmy kimmel did that at coachella yes that was amazing i saw that? it was hilarious yeah. <laughs> yeah it's so depressing it is why don't they just tell kids to go see good bands instead of making fun of them it's like, hey kids, go see Sparks. They're incredible. And well, it's I like, think the problem is that like these kids paid so much money to go to this thing and they have no idea why they're there. Like they're just, it's, it's, it's upsetting. It's like you should, you know, 
I hope they see it and are embarrassed, and, but they're not going to, you know, they'll probably see it and be like, oh, they tricked me. Uh, instead of like, oh, I should have paid attention to these bands I was paying like arm and leg to go see. That's it. why I don't think I'd ever go to that's a why I don't go to the folk festival. I'm way, I'm way more likely to just go, to, like, take a destination go. trip to see a band yeah, I want to see. Yeah, yeah. Agreed. Yeah. I mean, I, I, that's not why I don't go to the folk festival. I don't go to the folk festival because I, I have problems with the, uh, the noise. But if there's a band you really wanted to see, you'd probably go. I have done. Yeah. But I don't want to camp there ever again. Because if I pay $100 or whatever is the ticket, that's a lot of money to me. And uh, I want to see as many bands as possible, which means I want to be getting up early. Going to I want to have like an itinerary of bands to see because I want to get my money's worth. Isn't there like a family camping? Yeah, but it's farther away. Uh, I'm not going to camp farther away just because... And you'll still hear these assholes drumming off time uh, from each other all night, right? And it's like, you know, there's nothing wrong with partying and stuff. But like, I'm, you know, I'm 30 years old. I'm a dad. I don't want to be sitting there listening to a bunch of teenagers getting drunk and they're screaming. They're not teenagers. Those people are 50. Well, you know, last time <laughs> they run the gamut, yeah. They run the gamut. Sorry, to, but, no, no, you're but, right, no, but right. it's true. It's like, uh, like I, I feel I don't want to complain about well, I'm an old man. I don't like, but it's just like I want to go see. I'm paying money to go to a music festival. I want to see music, and I, I want to actually get a little bit of sleep. Last time I slept in my car, <laughs> I went in my car and slept there, and it was drowned out some of the sound. It's like I want to see bands. It's like I want I to can't get my my parents camp every year. I have no idea how they do it. It At would be frustrating. Yeah. They know like a corner of the campground. No they must, yeah. I mean, it's too bad because I love the I love the idea of the folk know. festival. I love the you know I, I've gone a few times. Like the bands, usually someone I want to see there or multiple people I want to see there, and the idea of it's fantastic. But festivals in general, I can not. sleep with like a din in the background. But if it's there's like people right beside you, just that's what it is, right? Yeah, and you have away. no idea. It's so you have no way of telling when you yeah. plant your tent whether you're going to be dealing with people screaming and like bongoing. I can and go so, without like, like a full night of sleep for three nights. And... Yeah. I, I can't. I, I'll end up falling, I end up falling asleep in front of the stage inevitably, though. I just get, I just I get frustrated. Yeah, yeah, right. And you miss the band. Yes, sunburn. Yeah. I just get frustrated <laughs> because I'm paying the money, <laughs> and it's sunburn. like I don't, you know. And I have these people. I mean, if I want to get drunk, I can do it in my basement, you know. Have you and I can listen to better music. Right. Did you and drum have, on time. You got to do acid at Folk Fest. That's well, I could do that in my. If I wanted to do acid, which I don't. I don't if I did, I could do it in my basement. Don't though, right? You got to do acid and mushrooms. And play a bongo drum. I can do that here I've if I wanted to. I've never done any of those things. <laughs> Either have I. I played a bongo drum. Like all three. I played a bongo drum, but I've never done acid or mushrooms. <laughs> no, 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 no. Should no, I do acid and mushrooms at Folk Fest? And bongo. And play bongos? No, I don't think so. I'm, just think asking, I'm asking a really stupid question. I think it's a I bad think idea. you should. <laughs> I should. I think you should this I year. think you should do it at okay. Statistics Canada. No. No. That would be the best. Like, I'm out of here. Let's do it together. Yeah, you know what? Actually, if I find a really good job in the meantime, and you find, and I, I think you at like you like seem to be liking what you're doing right now too. Uh, yeah, I love it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Let's, let's do mushrooms. Let's do mushrooms. <laughs> that's like a big waste, even though the forks is just right there. But you know, no, nah, it is a big waste. It's like, why would you ever? I used to, I used to smoke weed at work, like not and just at work, any work. But it's like not at work, like on the way to work or outside work. Yeah, or, or not break. in the jaw. Yeah. But it's like I get to the point where it's like oh, this is not fun. No, no, I'm it doesn't make work better, right? Yeah, yeah. no, it yeah. doesn't. You're still I should at work. not do drugs anyway. I'm too high strong. But anyway, sorry. Uh, but no, 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 it's true. It's a waste of it's a waste of uh, of good uh, recreational substances. I kind of like the idea of. I mean, I actually don't. I don't always like the lineup as much as I like the folk fest lineup. But the idea of like jazz festival where there's a bunch of different shows you can go to. Mm-hmm. I yeah. mean, I almost prefer that because then that way, if there's someone I really want to see, I'm just gonna go see them. I mean, it turn means I might miss out on some other I stuff. I love the jazz fest. That's my favorite. But I do, I do like time. it. Yeah, that's my favorite time to be in Winnipeg. You know what's really cool is the the Calgary Folk Fest is on this island that's in the middle of the river, that's in the middle of the city. Oh, cool! So you can actually like go home every night. See, that would be hmm. good, right? I mean, I, I don't want to criticize the folk fest because I know it's a big important. I mean, it is the big important thing for Winnipeg, the area. They've had some really good stuff. I've seen some great bands there. 
Like, I, I don't want to, you know, but I just, I wish it was different. I wish I could go home. I mean, I could, I guess, but... It's becoming such a huge festival now, too. Like, they, I think they, are they still doing Thursday, or, like, I think they probably Wednesday thir- nights? Oh, Wednesday yeah. Nights. Yeah. yeah, it's too much. It's, and who... And like, then why do they need Feist? Like, why do you, like, Feist is great, but what, like... I actually, know. now you mentioned Feist, like, I actually, that'll go into the song I want to play next. It's not a Feist song, but just... Okay. I think we've talked long enough about yeah. it. Okay, go um, I'm gonna song. play. So that's cool. If you don't, yeah, don't yeah, want to sure. okay, Put um, on a song. I had, <laughs> I had a lot of ideas. Less talk, more yeah, rock. Yeah, let's talk more Resident Evil rock. Less talk, all, but... more cock. Yeah, um, so that kind of show. <laughs> <laughs> we are in a basement. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I meant. There's cracks. You need cocking. Not really. Is that... um, don't break the third wall. The fourth yeah, right, wall. Fourth, let's fifth talk wall. more wall. chomp. That's like the theme. Like teeth. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. All right, so I had a bunch of song ideas, right? And most of them were... Um, the one I really wanted to play, first thing that popped in my head, I know, I know this isn't the honorable mention part, but whatever, was uh, Mothful Cavity by Bud Mellon. But a few episodes ago, which actually now that I think about it was 10 episodes ago, mm. um, I played a song from that same Bud Mellon album. And I, I love, you know, we've talked about how much I love the band. It's not going to happen again because I'd rather wait for a little bit. So I'm not going to play that. Um, I had a bunch of other ideas. And then speaking of Canadians and hipsters and all this shit, <laughs> I'm going to play a song by Bahamas who, you know, uh, as I think you mentioned on the little uh, conversation there, is like, you know, CBC Radio 3 to the max, right? Oh, this yeah. guy's second album. I think he's on I think he's on cue every second Friday. For sure, for sure. He's <laughs> oh, my God. Right? And this, this is his first album. His second album, he blew up huge. This first album was really good, and I think he was nominated for a Juno for it or something. But the second one that came out is when it was really massive. This is actually a weird, uh, like limited edition version i got as a review copy the, the real cd is like white background and not on cardboard and this one's hand numbered hmm. so i don't know what that means maybe discogs could tell me but um, maybe it's worth money yeah maybe someone from uh some other country well, yeah maybe, maybe yeah. someone from italy the same guy maybe likes it uh anyway the reason it's related to feist is she's on the record it doesn't say what she plays so i have no idea but there's a bunch of people on the record um it must be like this thing where if you're applying for canada council of the arts for funding to make your album it's like if, like, there could be a box that says, will Feist be on this album? Yeah, yeah, I just checked off, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. You'll get an extra, like, ten grand for that. Yeah. <laughs> so, when I got this record, I, I'd never heard of the guy before, um, and I had no idea what it was going to be like, and, I, I, you know, I, I when I was writing for Uptown, I, I used to get, like, stacks of CDs. I think you probably saw me with, like, a, mm-hmm. you know, and I would kind of go through them. It, it was impossible to write reviews of all of them, so I would just kind of take out the stuff that, you know, some of it was even doubles of CDs and everything. So this one was one I was like, okay, this looks interesting. I'm going to, you know, I like the packaging or whatever. I'll check it out. And I, I really liked it. Um, and the main reason I liked it was two songs on here I really liked. Like, and the reason I kept it was just because of two songs. One of them was a cover of The Whole Wild, Whole Wide World by Reckless Eric, which is really good. He's got like a lot of uh, steel guitar, like Hawaiian steel guitar and stuff on it. He's playing a party here on Monday. Reckless Eric? Yeah. I'll, see, bit... if, I'll see if there's an extra ticket for well, you. Well, I, I have, I'm... No? Probably not, but I mean, I... I wish I could go to that. Actually. I'll, I'll, I'll keep, you know, I'll, I'll hook you up with. with anyway, all right, cool. We'll, we'll talk about that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> so, by the time this airs, right, and people are like, "What?" Oh I'm shit! I'm sorry. Oh, poop! They totally missed you the party. You missed the party. Yeah. <laughs> so, <good. laughs> so yeah, we all cover. got laid. At five. No. At, listen, Eric, <laughs> yeah, right I don't, I don't think it's going to happen. Reed's house, I don't think he'd appreciate that. Anyway. I think I heard about that. Anyway, yes, so whatever. Pseudome. By the time this comes out. Uh, so that, that cover <laughs> of the Reckless Eric song is really good. And then the second song on the album is called Hockey Teeth. And I always really liked it. I liked a lot of their songs on the album, but this one was like the reason that I, I kept the album, those two songs. And Hockey Teeth, I'm going to play it in a second. I mean, it obviously fits the theme because Teeth. And I think we kind of find excuses to talk about hockey almost every episode on here. Do like, We've, it's come up. It comes yeah, up a yeah, lot, yeah. right? So, so we're gonna play this. Uh, it's not about hockey, but it's kind of a, 
And it's weird because last time I played this like really emotionally sweet song, you know, and then this is another one of those. It's like kind of like a, you know, it's a touching little number. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I love it. It's cool. It's a little love song uh, by Bahamas. And I actually haven't heard his, his big breakthrough album, but uh, I like this one. So I probably like that too. So it's called Hockey Teeth from Pink Strat by Bahamas. Though there were men before me that held you in their arms with a love so hot and getting hotter is setting up fire alarms though there were girls before you I don't remember their names ain't it a beautiful Is that a place with the gum and stuff? Or is that like a... Yes, where the guy got caned yeah. and he made fun of it on Saturday Night Live. Yeah. Well, it was a good cause. I mean, that's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. And like, Kevin Nealon was caning Emilio Estevez. <laughs> <laughs> I, remember, oh, I remember this. You don't even need a premise for no, this. No, it's that's just funny just... anyway. You don't even need to know the backstory. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't have to be a spoof or a parody. It's just funny. <laughs> and I think Kevin Nealon compliments Emilio Estevez on his penis or something. <laughs> yeah. better. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, yeah, that was a Hockey Teeth by Bahamas. Um... <laughs> it seems really funny to talk about this after that. Like, how do I follow that? Um, no, it's. Uh, I, I like it. You know, it's a. I wasn't listening to the words. It's a twangy it? little love song, right? Yeah. But what I like about it is, um, most love songs when they're describing the person the song is about, it's usually pretty glowing terms. You know, it's just like a superlative kind of like, oh, you're this and this and this. And his thing in this song is that he's really thankful that she has hockey teeth. Mm. 
which I mean, when I think of hockey teeth, it's like you miss missing teeth. They're kind of yeah. you know they're kind of messed up. And what I was looking it up on the internet to see if anyone had any definition of it. Right? And apparently, he said in a show. This is a comment I read somewhere that it was like. Um, it was about kissing someone and then your teeth are both kind of fucked up so they touch when you get like your teeth hit each other. <laughs> I hate when that happens. And I just thought it was... I, it, it's, it's, <laughs> it's a pretty silly thing to write a song about, you know? But I, I like how it's not like just some over-the-top like love song. It's just like, you know, it's, it's really kind of like... And the, the, what he's saying too is like there's been all these other people. I don't even remember them. I'm just glad that I'm with you when you've got the hockey teeth, <laughs> you know? So it's, 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 it's a nice little sentiment, right? It's like, and it's, uh, I like the twanginess of it. Um, this is just softy. I did lately, eh? I know I played that, <laughs> I played that, uh, that, that Albert Ayler song yesterday, last time. And I was like, you know, I was a little choked up and, yeah. That reminds me. No, that reminds me of that Badly Drawn Boy video. I think it's Badly Drawn Boy, where it's these two teenagers The guy will never take time. off the toque? Yeah, the guy will never take off the toque. And apparently someone met him in England and he was wearing the toque. Of course he was. Yeah, I can't remember who it was. It's a good friend of mine who was in England. Oh, I think it was Pat Short from This Is. It was like, oh, cool. yeah, like saw, hey, you're a badly drawn boy. And he's like, yes, I am. And then they hung out for a minute or two. Dude, I would just knock his hat off if that was me. <laughs> like, I need to see why. Why is the way he wearing he the toque? He had some interesting in encounters. He encountered Leonard Cohen at a smoothie place before yeah, a, con cool. a concert really cool. in Amsterdam. That's yeah, they were really in line cool. for That would be amazing, yeah. Like weed smoothies? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if there are weed smoothies there. They're like cracking down on tourists. Uh, I heard about that. Which yeah. is good because yeah. those things are filthy. I've never been there. They're actually. dirty. They're gross. You don't want to. It's like well, I went like a few years ago. And I was like, ugh, who would go in there? But what was I gonna say? Yeah, these two teenagers have like braces and they kiss for the first time. And they get stuck and they have to like walk back home to like. Get... Oh well. <laughs> I don't know if this is about that, but I think this is more like you know. Uh, you're flawed, but I don't care. Like you're not, you're not perfect, but I don't care. I love it, and like forget all these other people. I don't even remember their names anymore. Like that's what he's saying in the song. You know, like there was, yeah. there was women before you. I don't even doesn't even matter. Like I'm just happy that you got hockey teeth, which uh, is sweet. It's, yep. it's a nice little song. And um, go on, go right. on. <laughs> all right. Um, what was I gonna say? Uh, fuck, I forgot now. Um, oh yeah, I was trying to th when I was thinking of what I was gonna talk about with the song because you know I listened to it a couple times today just because I knew I was gonna choose it. And I was trying to remember the guy's name because it's a weird name. And I kept thinking Oli Jokinen. <laughs> but it's like Afi Yervinen or something. Mm -hmm. So he's, I mean, he's Canadian, but. Who are you talking about? Who's Bahamas. Oh, that's his real name. I just kept like a Finnish name. Every time I look at it, I just think Oli Jokinen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which would be amazing if that was Oli Jokinen. <laughs> that would be incredible. Who's Oli Jokinen? Plays with the Jets. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> like Oli Jokinen singing a song about hockey teeth would be yeah, perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of Scandinavians singing love songs about teeth, we should put on that Bjork song, That's Cradle. Or am I, oh, am I to, you? You haven't played no, it again. Let him play. He's yeah, let's, you know, let's do but this. then it will be two years in a row. If you're Fine. cool with that. Yeah, whatever. Get us from the Bjork then. All right. Fresh. <laughs> out the package. Yeah. Out the package, eight years and still in perfect mint condition. Wow. So, like, you're here, <laughs> you're. I didn't realize, like, at first you said it, but then, like, since then you've kind of proven that you are indeed, like, a massive yeah, 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 yeah. collector and yeah yeah okay. i think well the fact you even know what glingle was like you know that that was pretty yeah cool. and i knew the i knew how to pronounce sort did, of pronounce yeah. the label yeah, that yeah, it was yeah. on no i'm gonna go I, I, yeah i've seen her four times i'm gonna go see her again in on in july where toronto and i saw her at the hall of science in queens last year oh yeah i was front row 
I like, I, my mouth hurt from smiling so much. <laughs> I find so, that, like, I really like her music whenever I hear it. I just don't know enough of it, I think. I think that, like, there's, uh, she's I've got always, a lot of albums, and I've always wanted to get more deeper into it. But yeah, me too. I've always meant to get into Bjork. Because every time I hear her, I like, like it. Like, this, it's just yeah. like, oh, this is really cool. I should listen to more Bjork. And then we have, like, a Greatest Hits album of hers here, which is good. But yeah. I'd like to kind of, you know. Lot, yeah, there's a lot out there. There's a lot of deeper stuff to go into. Start like, with post-homogenic. Yeah. Yeah, those are the two, like... Well, those are the two first ones, right? Or no, Debut is the first one. Debut is the first one, then Post is good, Homogenic's good, uh, Vespertine is, like... I think you could go with Vespertine, too. Like, the first four are, like, the easiest to get into. And after that, you know, she started taking more chances with Medulla. Yeah. And this alienated a lot of fans. I kind of feel like that's the kind of sort of stuff I want to hear, though. Is, like, the weird stuff, you know? Like, this is the weirdest one. Like, it's the vocal thing, right? Yeah, like, this is a really weird but beautiful, beautiful record. I don't know. It's, some, it's not the one I've put on the most, but it's definitely something I can seriously enjoy when I put it on. Um, and I chose Mouth's Cradle because that's the most tooth-related one. And I think we talked about that earlier on the sh- yeah on the show. Um, yeah, Rozel does... Uh, uh, like Rozel? Rozel, Rozel. From The Roots. Yeah. He's done, he did a lot of stuff on this on this record. Because the whole record is acapella, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, because like, I was listening to this song. Beatboxing. And I, yeah, right, I heard that. So does Dokaka, who does like the beatboxing in the last track. Uh, Tanya Tagak, who is like this throat singer from, I believe, none of it. And she was at Folk Fest too a while back. And oh, cool. Mike Patton does a lot of Did stuff you? on here. Mike Patton is really, we've actually played a few of Mike Patton things on before. Mm-hmm. We played well, Fantomas. Played on yeah. the, that episode. Other episode. Right. That was the same episode I played Blind Melon on. Weird. This song. <laughs> yeah. She actually did this song at uh, on the concert I went to. So, so uh, um, oh, should we put it on? Let's check it out. Yeah, let's check it out. Okay, okay. here you go. Awesome. Singing 
So that's um, Mouth's Cradle by Bjork uh, from her, or Bjork, uh, from Bjork. Uh, Medjula. I watched a documentary about the making of this album, and she explained that she felt that a lot of acapella stuff was way too weak and just kind of like a little too silly for her taste, but she really wanted to make an acapella record because she just wanted to focus on the human voice. And for her, she want, she didn't want a salad. She wanted to make an acapella album that was like a raw steak, and you had to like Dig into she it. Want it. Did you she make that it. analogy, or did she? She did, okay. and I was like, pretty, 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 yeah, pretty appropriate because this record has, is fairly challenging in places. So, yeah. I would have thought Bjork was a vegetarian. So would I. No, no, God, she I read it. She likes meat. It's crazy. It's like, no, no, not a vegetarian at all. From what I've read interviews, I'm like, oh man. She, I guess, like, <laughs> she likes to eat. I guess in Iceland, you just gotta eat whatever you can get. Yeah. I suppose things can get pretty expensive. There are no trees there, so... I don't think there are trees. Is there a ton... There must be trees. There's some trees, like... I think it's... Oh, yeah, but I think it's mostly just vegetation. No, it's above the tundra line, I think. Sorry. I... Yeah, I've never been to Iceland. No. I want to go so be badly. Cool. I kind of want to go, too. Yeah. We kind of need, yeah. I would love to go somewhere where it's... Where, like, where there's no... The sun never goes down, like... Yeah. Mm-hmm. That would be very strange. It would be weird. Was, we were I remember, what, uh, were we talking this, about this on a show about some band who, like, maybe I just saw an interview with this band who played a show in, was it Reykjavik? Yeah, it's the capital, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. and they, they was, like, that day where, like, the sun doesn't go down and they they come out of the show at, like, 2 a.m. and the sun's still up. Still Oh, that'd be like, weird. Yeah, it just makes you feel weird, like, yeah. for sure. What was that movie, Insomnia, right? I've never seen it. It's, I didn't well, see it it's originally Norwegian. Yeah, but then, but then Christopher Nolan remade it with Al Pacino okay. and Robin Williams. Right. And one yeah. of it, like Robin Williams' rash of psycho roles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like uh, when I wrote a photo. And, and when <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I never saw that one either. When our photo. He was actually pretty good as an evil, creepy guy. You know, yeah. I actually think I saw that movie and it just like wasn't very memorable. I saw that one in the Globe Theater. I was working there when it first opened. Yeah. That's the Globe and it was like I saw all those movies. Yeah. There, so. It was, uh, yeah, it was all right. It was by Mark Romanek, who did a bunch of music videos. He did, like, Devil's Haircut by Beck. Mm. A bunch of Madonna stuff. Yeah. I think he did Deeper and Deeper with Udo Kier, actually. You know that, no, that Madonna song? She's, like, a disco chick. And Udo Kier is, like, she's sitting on Udo Kier's lap. 
Nope. Do you know Udo Kier? No. Oh, he's this creepy, name. creepy name. German actor. He's like in a bunch of Lars von Trier movies. He was the villain in Ace Ventura: Pet Detective. Okay, oh, no, yeah, yeah. no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that works for him. Look how cultured we are, eh? It's like look like how cultured we are here. Just talking about this, like you know, these German actors. What? Like, what? Ace, Ace Ventura. Ventura. Oh yeah, Jim Carrey. Of course. No, <laughs> yeah, no, no, but still, he's like, but that's the thing, though. That's what the beauty of uh, Udo Kier's acting. He's like in everything. A lot of range. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has a lot of range, but, but once you look him up, it's like you'll see. But watch Blood for Dracula. He plays Dracula, and he has this classic line, The blood of these whores is killing me. <laughs> That's awesome. I want virgin blood. Okay, well, I, I'm going to play a song. Yeah, go for we got to get going. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to play, uh, I'm going to play something weird too, I guess, to follow up that Bjork. I'm going to play themselves. Um, a song called Mouthful off of uh, their second album, No Music. And, uh, yeah, I really like these guys. This is one of my favorite records. Like when it came out, I think I listened to it like almost nonstop. I know you've recommended it. Yeah, a it's... few times. Like I think you have you played them on the show yet? Or they got matching reviews at some so. point. Yeah. What do they sound like? They're, they're pretty cool. They, oh, they're they're, they're like experimental. Oh yeah. <laughs> they're they're like experimental like hip hop. Their their first album was was a lot more. Um, I mean, it sounds weird to say it's orthodox because it wasn't really orthodox, but compared to their later stuff, it was a lot more orthodox. They were originally called Them, but then they got uh, they had to change their name to themselves because there's a band already called Them. Oh, yeah, Van Morrison. Van Morrison's band, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so then they, when their second album came out, yeah, it was like really all over the place. Like Dose One is, is the vocalist and Jell is the producer. And Dose One has like a really distinct voice. I know a lot of people who can't listen to them because, because they his hate voice. his voice. Kind of like high and... Yeah. It's like, yeah. It's, clenched or something. He uses... <laughs> it sounds like he's like... Yeah, yeah. Touching his throat almost. But yeah, so this is like the second track off uh, No Music, and uh, I really like it. We can play it and talk about it. Yeah, sounds good. Sure. Cool. So. Mouthful by themselves. Sets the pace. 
a half a handcuff clock in your junk drawer box. The items for the time capsule cost. All the money made is gone. Don't think it's real. It's never there. Not if we quit that. Our check linked to a chain gang grinning. Um, so that was uh, Mouthful by themselves off, off their second record from 2002, I think, called No Music. And uh, yeah, that album, I love that album. Like when it came out, I, I listened to it so much. And uh, they, uh, the two the two members, Gel and, and Dose One, they've only released like three albums since 2000, 2000 or 1999, I think. Oh, really? and, but they, uh, they have a lot of side projects, like they work with uh, the No Twist and a group called 13 and God. And, oh yeah, uh, okay. And they're also in a, a group called Subtle, and uh, Dose One does a bunch of solo albums, and Jell also does things on the side too. He's producing for lots of different people. Uh, cool. Actually, Jell was just uh, in town last fall. He was touring in Astronautics' band. Okay. So yeah, they you know they get around. Yeah, I've got a Cloud Dead album with. Yeah, Cloud but Dead. But they well. don't still do stuff, do they? Cause I really like that. Well, they might again, but yeah, Cloud Dead is like basically themselves and uh, Odd Nosdom and uh, Y. Okay. So yeah, I played Y on the show. You have before. yeah. Yeah. And that's all stuff you've put on mixtapes from you in or in the past. Oh yeah, probably. And it's usually pretty good. Like I, I, yeah. I like it. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. And those guys are like founding members of Anticon too. Ah uh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, that was good. The ending made me think of Cool Keith for some weird reason. Yeah, well, I don't know why. This is me like being like dumb about <laughs> about rap. So dumb. But it's like electronic <laughs> music, which I'm knowledgeable about. You think yeah. I have some sort of yeah. thing towards rap? I'm so stupid with it. 
Yeah, I was actually I was actually gonna I was reading an article by Six Two today, and uh, someone asked him like, "Do you consider yourself hip hop or whatever?" And he's like, "You know, it's just all electronic music. It's like different people, vocal styles on top." Pretty yeah, much. he says people who try to make uh, genres are marketers who are just trying to sell it. It's true. Yeah. It's so yeah, true. you should get into hip hop. Yeah, it is I all should. electronic music. I was big into just like Poitier and his instrumental stuff. Mm-hmm. And the last like hip hop record I think the last rap record was Mad Villainy. Oh yeah, Mad Villain. Mad, wasn't it? But it, but no, but the album was called Mad Villain. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. That's the last one. That was two thousand four. Yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> it's been a while. <laughs> <laughs> I don't listen to that. I yeah, it's true. I don't listen. I listen to everything but country and rap. You know that saying? Is that a saying? People say that. It's like I listen to everything, but I hate country and I don't. I listen I don't to country. bad rap when people are listening, listing like music they like. Country and like rap, anything but country. No, people do though because yeah, people have it. a. It's two what genres. People have a very specific idea about, yeah. and like if they don't know a lot about it too, a lot of the time it's just like the idea is completely wrong. I was getting my I was getting my hair cut and uh, was and I was asking the person cutting my hair about the music that they're playing in the salon. For a mistake. Yes, I go to a salon, not a barber shop. Really? And uh, you don't have like magic. Do they play, good, do they play good music? What they, they <laughs> but she said they play. You can play like anyone can play anything, but you can play anything but rap. That really? was the one rule. You can't play rap. Huh. And like I guess because the reputation for having offensive lyrics, right? Is yeah, that, exactly. Yeah. yeah, but I mean it's just a genre like any other genre. Play like death metal. It's gonna be offend people just as much, right? Probably more than like De La Soul. Yeah, the Cannibal Corpse or De La Soul. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I went to a school dance once, and some they played uh, Nookie by Limp Bizkit, <laughs> and these boys were like moshing to it, and this one, and Miss Halischak went up to them and said, you can't do that, and one boy like kind of like, aim, like pretend to like punch her in the face, Whoa! and then, the Bizkit gets kids amped up, and it. then I re- <laughs> like, requested Stardust, music sounds better with you. And then he's like, I can't play that. It's too upbeat. I'm like, are you serious? <laughs> it's not... Too, li- yeah. Too These kids are going to get so rowdy to like, you know... That's weird. Shock a con What? Samples. Like, when was this? <laughs> 2006. 1998. Okay. okay. I'm, I, I'm, I'm 30. Okay. All right. I just to think of like... <laughs> Last time I went to a school dance was like grade seven, which was like 1995 or 94 or something. Yeah, I, tr- I tried getting the DJs to play like Underworld and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I guess we should keep it moving because we're running out of time. Yeah, we are. We're, we're, we're doubling down. Trying to trying to keep these two. You know, Am I playing another song? Yeah, but we're gonna do our little spiel first about uh, you know the thing that happened. Is this the last song? Yeah. Everyone well, else, he already? hasn't played two songs. You've only played one. Yeah, but there's, one, there's four of us here. Four, five, six. Two, two, one, one, six. Oh, I don't count well. Okay. No. So they were doing six songs as usual. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's changed. Yeah. It's um. Well, you know, like some of the last ones have been like so over length. That like, maybe it's nice to get a nice tight. You know, you're editing them for the for the radio, so um, you know maybe it's nice to get a nice, nice concise episode here. Nice concise sixty minutes. Yeah, it'd be alright if we could do it. I don't think we can. I don't think we could ever hit sixty minutes exactly. I think we we'll always go over. So many tangents to be. I know, I know. It, it never, it never could never end, right? Um, yeah. So yeah, this is uh, the twenty seventh episode or twenty eighth. Twenty eighth episode of Witch Police Radio. Twenty seven other episodes you can download from www.witchpolice.com. Uh, go to the podcast button. Download, stream, all for free. <clears throat> free music by plenty of wonderful people from Winnipeg and beyond. <laughs> also available for download. And you can check out the show on Monday nights, 11 p.m., uh, 101.5 UMFM or umfm.com if you're not in Winnipeg. And what else? Twitter, at WitchPoliceFM, at Rob Crooks, robcrooks.com. Mm-hmm. And do you have anything that you want to 
talk about people can check out any work you've done. Uh, uh, oh, um, well, I was gonna um, no. plug something. No, something. Okay, I don't know what. I don't have. Why are happening. you here? Why are you Why not here? here? What are you okay. promoting? Yeah. Well, okay, I'm gonna have a DJ bikini video out by the time this is happening. Cool. I hope to have a video. I'm going to re- direct a video for the band Haunter. Okay. In about three weeks, and I've got to make a music video for Rob Crooks and Bird of Prey. Awesome. Yeah. What stuff so, do you have out already? Like, what what can people? Uh you can check out my Vimeo page. It's okay. Damien Furland. Damien with an E, F E R L A N D. And I don't know. It's got some. I, there's there's some good stuff on on there. I think. I don't like know it. how else to advertise myself. I mean, no, that's we'll, good. we'll throw we'll throw a link on on the on the yeah vimeo.com slash Damien Furland. It's a, it's the way to just go there and just okay. watch an hour's worth of stuff. I was just thinking something today when we were when like we Rob let us know that you were gonna be the guest. Well, it wasn't today; it was before then. But uh, we haven't had that many guests. Like we started doing the guests in episode uh, full time guests, episode eleven or twelve, and this is episode twenty eight. So it's not been that many, right? And we've so far had two Allens. Two Gregs, and now two Damians. Who's the other Damian? Damian Purdy. Ah, yes, okay. Oh, I was bitter towards him once. <laughs> because of the name thing? Oh, I hated him for a, for a year. You know why? I mean, he's a great guy, but... That was a really good episode, I actually, submitted a movie yeah. to the U of W Student Film Festival, and yeah. I was so proud of this one film. And it didn't get in, but Damian Purdy had a film in there, and it got so many laughs... Like, people were losing it. And it's a really good movie about this man who's trying to kill his uh, lawnmower. And cool. everyone would come up to me and say, ask me, did you make that movie? Uh, yeah, I'm yeah. like, I hate Damien Purdy. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I'd see him at UW, I'm like, I hate that guy. But now I like him. I, I got over it. It was just very juvenile bitterness. None of those are really common names for people in our age group, though, right? Like, I mean, it's, I think that you and Damien Purdy are the only Damien's ever been on the know, show. Huh? I mean, Greg, I guess, is There's early. Damien from Fucked Up. You know, you know him personally? The fat guy? With like, you know? I feel like I know him. I don't really like that band that much. I don't really like it either, actually. Damien Purdy's also spelled differently than me. Yeah, it's an A. Yeah. It's an A. He spells it the Omen way. I am the Omen way. Are you? Yes, I right, am the right, Omen right. way. You're right, the Omen way. That's right, that's right, that's right. That's right. Sorry, yeah, no, no. the Omen way. Yeah, that's what, that's what this episode's <laughs> called, the Omen way. You should just call it Damien, the Omen way. That's what we're naming the episode, though, because we name every episode, so the Omen Way is definitely what this sure, one's called, yeah. 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 Okay, I don't yeah. even know what the Omen Way is. Have you seen the Omen? Oh, right, the Omen. I didn't even know what you guys are talking about, but yes, I've seen yeah. the Omen, yeah. Which one? The remake or the original? The original, yeah. The remake was not so good. I haven't seen it. Except for Pete Postlethwaite. Is that you say it? Postlethwaite? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like him, man. When he died shortly after that, it was like, that's how you're going out? <laughs> really? <laughs> the he's Omen still alive? Oh, he's dead. Postlethwaite is, I guarantee you... Paul said. I thought he was that's, the age of stupid after that. Should that. Be more, okay. that should be more of a reaction at people's funerals. Like if, what? If, I thought he was dead. No, if someone's, if someone's like last, look him up. last work before they died was like shitty, he's like, really? That's how you're going to do it? I didn't know that was actually his last <laughs> work. It probably wasn't, but I mean, that was the last like thing Wagons I saw. Like Wagons East? Yeah, well, yeah, seriously. <laughs> seriously, Wagons East. I know, we should be laughing at that. But I, no one can tell if it was Wagons East or Canadian Bacon. No, it was Wagons East. Wagons East. Wagons yeah, East he died when they, when they were making yeah. that. And and, oh, okay. and this is even crazier. Chris Farley's last movie was the one that was on a similar kind of time frame. It was called... Um, Almost Heroes. Yes. With yes, Matthew Perry. With Matthew Perry. That's Chris Farley's last movie. <laughs> but that, did that ever come out? Yeah, it came out. It's on oh, the yeah. theater. <laughs> was it good? Uh, opening night with Doug Fever. Was it Doug funny? was laughing before the movie even started. And then not at all during. No, the of course, all during the movie, throughout the movie, it's, it's amazing. So it is funny. Uh, 
Chris Farley. Of course it's funny. Whoa. I mean, it's a bad Chris Farley movie, but it's still funny. Like, you know. Oh, that reminds me of Chris Farley. I was going to mention Chris Farley, actually. Because we were talking about the show, this radio program. It's like, this. there's like this, we were talking about white rappers and black rappers. No, white rappers. Black rappers. Okay, now I'm getting, you probably have to edit that out. <laughs> anyway. Your racism will remain. I'm not being racist. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Black is now an accepted term, but anyway, <laughs> it is now because remember it would be like this term that people would get really uptight about. Just, but the whole time it's as been far as okay. I'm concerned, it's the appropriate term. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. is. I, mean, I don't really, think anyone was questioning that. I, yeah. No. Anyway, Pete Postlethwaite died in 2011. I can't oh. believe that. Anyway, what happened was you were talking about how like this one ra- white rapper guy was just really annoying, and how Macklemore has ruined everything for white rappers. Now. Yeah, it was like two different conversations that kind of. Like, okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, now I'm giving everyone a summation of what happened. Okay. And it made me think of like this Saturday Night Live episode when Chris Rock did I'm Chillin' and Chris Farley was like his hype man. <laughs> and he's like, I'm chillin'. Yeah, yeah. And then they're like, and it was a really good pair to see Chris Rock and Chris Farley together. Right. And it was, the yeah. episode was sponsored by Bullet Hole Tampons. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a good segue to whatever you're going to play. Yeah. Sorry. It's so good. I'm going to play, um, yeah, so my last song is uh, Isaiah the Tooth Taker. Yeah. This song is called Biters Eat a Dick. <laughs> and uh, I like Isaiah the Tooth. Sorry. Oh, I was at Off the Hook in Montreal, this clothing store, and I was like shopping for pants. And this guy was like, yo, and then she sucked my dick, then she bit the skin off. And I'm like, what the hell am I listening to? And then I'm like, and then the song immediately stops and goes to something else. Well, that wasn't the song? It wasn't like some other guy, other customer? No, it was a song. And I was like, what am I listening to? <laughs> And then there's something I was like, this guy was like doing like this mental breakdown. He was like, bitches, drinking, <laughs> dying, bitches, chilling. And I'm like, I'm trying on shoes. And I'm like, this guy has mental issues. Whoever's rapping right now. Sorry. Anyway. <laughs> I wish you were listening to that. Great right clothing now. store off the hook in Montreal. If you go, amazing. Are they paying you for this? No. No. <laughs> no. Okay, so with this eating dick song, what's it about? Yeah. So it's about biters eating a dick. All right. So this, yeah, this guy, um, this guy's from Tucson, Arizona, and he's like, uh, what's that? Tucson. Are you serious? No, it's Tucson. Okay. I just yes, think it's Tuxin. funny to say Tucson. And he's like, is I wish it was. Tuxin. He owns, um, he owns like a tattoo shop there. He's like covered in tattoos. He's got like a tattoo over his eye, which is, is like a dick, which is a knife <laughs> on his actual eyeball. Well, like, like right, right here, right here, yeah, and then okay. he's got Tucson tattooed across his neck. Oh, Whoa. Yeah, he's a crazy dude, and he's like, he's he, he wants to bring street cred back to rap. So like a lot of his interviews, he talks about how like like scary of a human he is. Oh, wow. He lives in Arizona. Yeah, and he. Yeah, well, that's the thing. One of the things he talks about is like, don't like Tucson is crazy. Don't like wow. pretend it's not. I don't know. Maybe oh, it's, okay. it's like close to the border of Mexico. I don't know. And yeah, it's I guess close it to is. LA. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, so he actually went. He like caught a case for he got jumped by seven people, and he beat the shit out of them. He knocked one guy's eyeball out. Oh wow, that's insane. <laughs> that's street cred. That's, yeah. that's crazy. Yeah, like, this Were these spiders? <laughs> I they probably is were. the song about that. This makes me think of Crazy Eyes Killer from Curb Enthusiasm. Is he saying? I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I've, seen that, I've seen that episode. Is he saying eat a dick to these guys you beat up? up? No, like bite. You know, biter. Is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's just saying to biter. This okay. so this track is produced by Six Two. Six Two did a bunch of. He did a whole album with uh, with uh, Isaiah the Tooth Taker and, and uh, I love the I love the name too. The Tooth Taker. That's amazing. Yeah, it's like yeah. he's gonna take your tooth. Yeah. But yeah, so like, and then there was like this article about how, because he got, 
like his his record label got like was having had a lot of internet buzz. It still kind of does, but like Isaiah the Two Taker did an album with Max B, which gave them like a lot more uh, internet buzz because Max B was in jail. Like he recorded the whole album from jail, and it was produced by Hood and Hood Internet. And um, so, like in this interview, they they asked him like, "What do you think about Odd Future? And do you think you'll ever have the buzz that Odd Future has?" <laughs> and he goes, he says, you know, the he's like. He's fine with Odd Future. He has no problem with it. But he just thinks that they're so popular because they're young and, like, the industry vultures just want to suck their blood. Yeah. And he doesn't think they'll ever get that kind of recognition because when Odd Future says they're going to stab you, it's funny and cute. Yeah. But when he says he's going to stab you, he's it's scary. Stab you. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Well, yeah, because Odd Future, isn't it, like, Earl Sweatshirt or whoever or Tyler, the creator, mm-hmm. his new record has Letitia Saji from Stereolab. Hmm. Oh, yeah, and I'm like, yeah, there's nothing you know really scary about that. Guy. I'm, I'm really not. Like I'm not stuff. cool with Tyler the Creator because at first I didn't care, and I liked their their imagery, and I was kind of into that. But then I read this interview with Tyler the Creator, and um, he said some really dumb stuff. Like he said, like the interviewer asked him about how he felt when Frank Ocean came out yeah. as bisexual. Yeah, I think I may have read the same interview. And he was like being really obnoxious about it, and he's yeah. like, I don't care that he's gay. Like who cares? Like yeah. gay people are cool with me, which yeah. is. And he's like, but I think you should do some really gay shit. And like, yeah. he's just being really disrespectful. And then, yeah. then he's like, talks about how he does songs with Miley Cyrus. And it's obviously just I read this, this interview. He does songs with Miley Cyrus for the money. But for then sure. he's like, people need to stop fronting on my girl Miley Cyrus. Like, she's a real talent. And I'm just like, you know what? Fuck you. Tyler but she obviously creator. isn't. Like, give me, yeah, give me a and break. He, like, I hate, I hate Miley Cyrus so much <laughs> because, <laughs> like, her she one of her first like huge song that when she came out and she was trying to be less of like a kitty pop yeah. person she's trying to be more of an adult pop person and she came out with that song like my favorite songs on the radio yeah, yeah, like yeah. party time in the USA and she talks about getting into a cab and the Jay-Z songs on the radio like yeah. the Jay-Z song is yeah. on and I read an interview with her saying she she had, she doesn't know Someone AJ, wrote it for her. Yeah, yeah, someone wrote that for her and she doesn't know a Jay-Z song oh. which is fine like that, I understand people write songs for, for pop singers like that doesn't yeah. it's not a surprise but then like now she's trying to be all rap and all hip-hop and have all this cred it's just so Do you know what? that reminds me of reading an interview back in the uh, i guess it was probably the late 90s early 2000s whatever it was with avril lavigne where she they asked her what albums influenced her and this is when she first came out and was you know she was like a teenager i guess probably right and she said she didn't own any albums except for one alanis morissette cd sorry shania twain mm. she owned one shania twain cd that was it she didn't own any other music yeah and i remember reading this i'm like what like, can you oh, not, really? that doesn't yeah. make sense. Like, answer, yeah. yeah, have you, yeah. So. She said David Bowie on the Junos instead of Bowie. So what does she know? Right. That's how it looks, I guess. It's very Canadian to say <laughs> Bowie, though. It is, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, sure. it's, no, no it's ever, very Canadian. Yeah, that's yeah. fair the, enough, but I don't think I've ever said no. Bowie. The only yeah. thing I want to say, just like, because we got to get this wrapped up, um, the title of the song with the Eat a Dick thing, it just reminded me of that uh, Ice-T thing with Soldier Boy. Do you remember that? Yeah, I do, but what are you referencing uh, specifically? I remember watching this as, as it was happening, and what happened was, uh, I don't remember the backstory, but Ice-T and Soldier Boy were, like, yelling at each other on YouTube, like, they were making videos about each other, and Ice-T told him to eat a dick, which is funny, right? But then there was all this controversy, like, Ice-T, you're, like, 55 years old, this kid's, like, 18, like, you shouldn't be telling me to eat a dick. So Ice-T <laughs> went on and apologized, he made this video where he apologized, he's on the camera, and he goes, okay, you know what, I, I you know, I get it, I'm, I'm old, I, should, I shouldn't be saying that to a young kid like that, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't the right thing to say, so, you know, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have said it, and he's like, but here's my uh, 16-year-old son, camera goes to 16-year-old son, eat a dick! <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, there are a bunch of kids out there, you just want to tell them, you know, go eat a dick, you <laughs> <laughs> 
it's a good way to end the show. All right. I, I don't want to say right. one. Th- so I just want to say one thing about this Isaiah the Toothpicker. Yeah. It's like, um, I think trying to bring street cred back to hip hop is pretty. It's not gonna. Ha- it's never gonna happen because no. Drake and Kanye West are the biggest rappers in the world right now. But that's why hip- that, like hip hop was so self governing for so long before it really popped in the mainstream. And part of the reason was because you had these really, you know. St- like strong scary dudes like who, who will yeah but like I'm talking about even other rappers and other okay. people in the industry who if you were like if you were disrespecting the culture or if you were just right. shitty right. you were gonna get strong arm you're gonna get you're gonna be scared to go back on stage you'd be pushed gonna, out of it yeah, like vanilla ice you'd be pushed out over of the balcony thing yeah. Right? yeah and so I think like, that was a really important part of hip hop and now you know it's, with the internet and stuff it's yeah. all gone I've got one thing to say I wish I hope that like that happens to electronic music because mm. there's so much shitty like EDM like where does EDM it sounds like a bowel disorder seriously <laughs> you know, like, can it just like revert to like I don't know I'd like to see now, James no. Murphy like take like Skrillex and hang over a balcony yeah I don't It'd be pretty it'll never happen now because, <laughs> because with any kind of music yeah because the internet it's like yeah. anyone can just Anyone can record and put out music and whatever. And so can we. Not James Murphy. A-Fest yeah, so it's, it's upside and down. Side. Upside and down. Side. All right, let's uh, sign off. This is the end of the show. Uh, Witch Booth Radio, <laughs> episode number, what, 28? 106,000. Uh, Witchpolice.com. Check it out. Eat a dick. Ow.